This is BFF. But first, Faith. Hey guys, happy Monday and welcome back to BFF. Hope you're doing well. It's Matilda here. This is Steph and we hope you guys are liking our podcast so far. Um, I don't know. I like, so obviously I have spoken into the podcast. I edited the podcast and like I know what it's about, but I still tried to listen to it as like a third party person yeah, when I was outsider. at work and I thought it was pretty good. I'm like, Oh, you did. I don't know. I was okay. kind of like, I like knew exactly what I was going to say, but I was like, all right, we're getting there. Like, <laughs> we'll get better with time. <laughs> Making some improvements, even yeah. though it's the second one. <laughs> but um, that moves on to our highs and lows. I think our challenge is supposed to go first, but can we switch it up and do highs Oh, and highs and lows. All right, go because for it. Because my high is I just went to the farmer's market in LA with my friend, and she's been my friend since the beginning of freshman year of college, and I just like adore her so much. And she was like, oh yeah, my top podcast right now is BFF. And no I was way. like, what? That just makes me so happy. Oh, like, that makes yeah. me so happy. Same. Okay. Let's see my high. Oh, I got a job. So there's that. It's quite exciting. I got a job and I got a new phone. So just like things are aligning for wow. me. I had the iPhone 6 for so long, which is fine, but the screen was shattered to death and it was not okay. So just got a new phone. It's working very well. And my new job is amazing. It's at this ad agency that's like pretty close to where we live and it's just amazing. Like I love everyone that works there. They're very laid back, but everyone works super hard, which I love. So yeah, it seems like a dream job. Also, it's funny that the phone and the job are like the same, or like, is that the same (laughs) level for you? I'm like, the job is so exciting. I just, cause I was looking at my notes on my phone and I was like, oh, hey, I got a new phone. (laughs) But yeah, the job's been amazing. I'm very excited. And on to our lows. Let's okay. take it down a notch. We should do lows first. I feel like that's yeah, normally... Yeah, exactly. Because okay. we got to bring it up at the end. All right. Um, okay, my low, not to piggyback off your thing or like make you pity me or whatever, <laughs> but my low is definitely the fact that I don't have a job and yeah. um, it's been like so exciting seeing staff start work, but I'm also just like bored out of my mind. Yeah. So I feel like this loneliness episode, which we haven't exactly said, it's yeah. going to be about that, but I feel like I have a lot to say just because I'm literally like just sitting here like tapping my fingers all day long but it'll come but yeah I think it'll be good since you have like a different perspective on things with like post-grad loneliness versus during school loneliness yeah yeah we both have very different like uh positions right now I guess Mm -hmm. so we can show you both sides you can relate to either one of us hopefully um my low so (laughs) this is gonna sound stupid I just like was trying to think of lows and I was like well I guess this is kind of funny so Matilda and I uh live together and our laundry machine slash dryer broke which was so frustrating the guy had to come back like a million times and like we both had so much laundry to do I'm like trying to go to work and not wear the same outfit every single like a dirty outfit so we couldn't wash our clothes, so we decided to go to this laundromat, and it's just like everything was not going right with this laundromat. Like we go there, it takes forever to get there. We end up getting there, and then we use the most expensive washer because I guess there's like different tiers of washers. Yeah, can someone explain to me like if we did something wrong or yeah. does a laundromat actually cost ten dollars to wash your clothes? Yeah, because I was like, is this like a gourmet whatever <laughs> like fancy place? I don't understand. I know. I was under the impression that laundromats were cheap. Like Same. I was like, oh, I'll just do my laundry when it's 
fixed, like whatever. And then you were like, I'm going to the laundromat. So I was like, all right, I'll hop along. Like, you know, 30 cents to do my laundry. Then we get there. It's so expensive. And they make us buy like an additional laundry card to load the money onto. We couldn't even use our credit card. And then we do that. We come back like an hour later, just make the drive or whatever. Then our clothes are still wet. Like the dryer didn't even work. Uh Oh my gosh. That day was just so irritating. (laughs) I know. We ended up taking our wet clothes home with us and just trying to dry them here, even though it was kind of broken, but it was just like better than the freaking laundromat. That's like the stupidest first world problem, but I know. I just, sorry. I don't know. I just, it was very irritating. So highs and lows. That's that. Um, Our challenge for last week was to replace phone time before bed with quiet time. I'm so curious because the thing is I was going to text you like probably I mean we live like our rooms are right next to each other but I was still gonna text you and be like don't be on your phone like yeah because I saw you know like I just know that you're on your phone Mm -hmm. and I was gonna be like remember our challenge but I kind of thought maybe you remembered and you just weren't talking about it but I'm curious did you actually remember you know here's the thing is that (laughs) I did not remember so like 15 minutes ago I was like just going through our template for what we were going to talk about today and I was like oh yeah yeah the challenge and then I was like oh my gosh I did not do the challenge (laughs) but I will say I didn't necessarily replace phone time which I actually am going to try to do but I have tried to implement meditation a little bit and I don't know I just like am on and off with meditation but I went to a meditation class which I don't know. It kind of sounds pointless, but it was free, so whatever. Um, Was that at Equinox? Yes. Yeah. I did a free trial at Equinox, which is a bougie gym that I definitely couldn't afford, but I just went (laughs) because it was free for the day. Um, But yeah, meditation has helped a lot and just like adding moments of quiet time into my day to just kind of, you know, like gather my thoughts and decompress. But is that the right word? Yeah. Okay. It just like sounded weird coming out of my mouth. But anyway, (laughs) yeah. So I need to work on the challenge. Do you have a meditation app? Do you have Headspace or what do you have? I did have Headspace and then it expired because I bought it for a year, I think. When I was having trouble sleeping, I remember I was using... Well, actually, I don't remember what it's called, but I was using this meditation app every night before bed and just listening to these... It was like bedtime stories. Have you guys ever listened to those? I think that might be Heads... Or... Calm? Oh, yes, Calm. calm. calm you were the one that recommended that. But I had a subscription to Calm, and I was listening to them every night. And it'd be like, by the river, there are leaves falling. <laughs> and I was just like, I okay. like it. It's, like, kind of creepy if you, like, actually listen to it. And I don't know. Like, if you just, like, think, like, what am I doing? Like, I'm listening to an adult whisper a story. It's kind yeah. of weird. But, like, if you just let it happen, it's good. Yeah. Um, no, it I is. also, this is kind of weird, but I look up spa music on Spotify and just oh. listen to that in the morning or before going to bed. And I just feel like I'm out of spot, about to get a massage. I but love then that. There is no massage, but it's okay. <laughs> For my challenge, I would say it went pretty much like a 40%. I okay. kind of remembered occasionally some nights. The thing is, I remember the one night that I was on my phone and just like watching YouTube videos all night and I didn't. And then I was like, I'll read one Bible verse after this. Yeah. That night, I did not sleep. Like I was awake the whole night. And so I was uh. like oh my gosh, like, that's the reason I should have not been on my phone so much. And then the night that I was just, like, full-on reading my Bible and not uh, on my phone or anything, just, like, quiet, peace, relaxing, that night I crashed, so. No way. There you go. Little, yeah, synchronize, or what's that called? Um, um, lining up. Um, aligning. The okay. stars align. The stars align that know. night. <laughs> oh my gosh, that reminds me of Jed on The Bachelor, because didn't he say, oh. or Bachelorette? Okay, Jed literally is the worst, and... We can talk about this. Oh my gosh. In our episode on like love or something, we should talk about The Bachelorette. Okay. I don't my know mom why. I'm just so disappointed <laughs> in me, but yeah, we should. I just love that show. Okay. Yeah. Who do you guys like right now? Who are your uh, top picks? Or like, yes. who do you think will win? 
Peter. <clears throat> love Peter. I freaking love Peter, but Tyler is so hot. I know. Ugh, okay. Okay. So today we're going to talk about loneliness and after college, it's just hard to make time to see your friends, especially when everybody is moving away or has a job, just busy doing their own thing. So that's problem number one. And then problem number two, just loneliness in general. Like when you experience it, like for me, and I know for a lot of people, you can be lonely in a room full of people. Like that's mm-hmm. just a thing. You can be surrounded by people and still feel lonely. Like it doesn't necessarily mean that you're alone. Absolutely. I was thinking about this because, um, so it's me, Steph, and our roommate Taylor who all live together. And Taylor texted me literally Saturday morning at like 8 a.m. And she was like, I'm lonely already. And then I go into her room and we were just talking and she was like, I'm just anticipating the day being lonely. Like, I just know I'm going to be lonely. And it's funny because like, I, I totally get that, you know, it's just like when you don't have stuff, it's normally when I don't have stuff to look forward to that I just feel like this sense of loneliness Mm -hmm. and but if I have like the whole day free or whatever and I have something super fun at night, then I'm like fine. Yeah. But it's almost just like this hopelessness that yes. attaches itself like to Like there's loneliness. nothing to look forward to. I yeah. totally get that. And sorry, the last thing I was thinking too is summer for sure. Like if you guys are on summer break, that is a freaking lonely time. If yes. you're on vacation or like if your friends are gone or whatever, that can be very lonely. Yeah. Summer can totally go one of two ways. It can be like mm-hmm. with all your friends in the Bahamas or just like <laughs> in your pool, like having a blast or just sitting by yourself while your parents are like running errands or working and you're just like, all right, life is great. So also I found this quote online by Carl Jung. I think you pronounce it. Um, But the quote says, loneliness does not come from having no people about one. Wait, did I read that right? Yeah, I did. (laughs) But wait. No people about one? Okay, wait, it made sense. It makes sense. We're just going to continue. Loneliness does not come from having no people about one, like around you, but from being unable to communicate the things that seem important to oneself or from holding certain views which others find inadmissible okay does that I make so sense get that. yeah because it's like you don't find loneliness just because or like loneliness does not come because nobody's like directly next to you mm-hmm. it's because you can't portray your feelings to the people directly next to yeah because even if you're talking about some topic that you have an opinion on or you're passionate about or whatever you can just tell when someone gets it and it clicks yes. or when they don't and like sometimes people will be like yeah yeah, yeah like makes sense and you just know they're not on the same page as you like mm-hmm. they're not relating to what you're saying and it's just so lonely like especially when you're first starting to make friends it can be so easy to have that feeling like in college that you can't relate to anybody and then you feel lonely so that's why it was so great that we went to the same college because we would like you know, spend our days with new friends and then we could still talk to each other at the end of the day about our struggles and still be able to like relate to one another because it's hard to do that with a stranger right off the bat. Yeah, that saved me so much. I would say a lot of times in college because it's like, I found that so much, even at part, I mean, obviously like at a party where people are drinking and stuff, it's like, you're not really having the most meaningful, meaningful, deep conversation. Yeah. Even though they can be deep. (laughs) Like sometimes it's like, all right, like let me preach you like the girl's bathroom. It's the place to go. (laughs) That's so true. But if it isn't, then I just feel like you can feel like it almost makes you feel more lonely because you see yourself surrounded by this crowd and you're just like, what is wrong with me? Like, Mm -hmm. why do I not feel connected to people? So I think that has been a struggle for me in in my lifetime. And so many times people put on this facade that they're not lonely. And that just makes you feel even more lonely. Because like everyone goes through it 100% Mm -hmm. at one time or another. So like if you look around in college and everyone seems like they have it all together and they have all all these friends, even if that's not necessarily how they're feeling, it makes you feel even more isolated because you're like, why is this happening to just me? Yeah. But then that happened to so many people freshman year. And then sophomore year, I went to this retreat and we like talked about reflecting on our freshman years. 
And everyone was like, yeah, everybody just seems so fake, like fakely happy. And uh-huh. I wasn't happy, but everyone else seemed happy. So I had to pretend also. And it's this like vicious cycle that everybody was going through. And yeah. it's just important to like take the time to have deep conversations with people and realize that you're not the only one going through that. That's so true. And I feel like this can be awkward or embarrassing. Like you might think that, but it honestly, if you tell someone like, I just feel kind of lonely or like, I don't feel connected. Yeah. That's can be such a blessing and like help you to get closer to others. Cause I feel like you bond with people when you're at your lowest of lows. And, oh, like, for you're, sure just bonding over the fact that you have that in common. So I guess we're just going to segue into our own personal lives. Like, I mean, we've been talking about them, but just more specifically, when has been the peak of loneliness in your life or just one, Mm -hmm. like any, I don't know, reoccurring pattern of when you feel lonely? Yeah. I would honestly say the first thing that comes to mind is just graduating college. Yeah. Um, I had this moment and tell me if you guys have had the same, but it's literally like you're scrolling through your list of contacts trying to remember who your friends are. Mm-hmm. Like that sounds so freaking sad. No. Okay. But, I'm sorry. I just need to interrupt yeah. because we're having a housewarming party and we were looking for people to invite on, like we were adding people to our Facebook group and I was like, okay, who are my friends? I went to my Instagram comments to be like, <laughs> okay, well my real friends are going to comment on here. Cause I like, I was like, oh, I got Matilda, like classics and my other friends, but okay, you live with me. So obviously you're invited, <laughs> but I was like listing all these people. And then I was like, I can't remember. It's been so long since I've seen so many of my friends. So I yeah. legitimately went to my Instagram. Like how sad is that? I know it's so sad. And I just remember being like, there's gotta be more people. Like, am I forgetting someone? Like mm-hmm. who could I hang out with? I just don't understand. And so I think it was just really hard for me graduating because Um, I was in Malibu and like Steph was there, but she was working a part-time job and like my other friends, you know, they were either in other places or just all moved away or whatever the case was. So I just felt so lonely and I also felt like I had no purpose. And that Mm -hmm. was a big part of where the loneliness came from because I didn't have this like, okay, this is my career. This is like my new path. It was kind of just like, this is me, myself and I, and I don't even have anybody to do anything fun with either. So yeah, that was for sure my P or my, my low of lows. Yeah. <laughs> was there any point where you tried to combat that feeling with, from a faith perspective, like through prayer, like getting involved, like plugged in at church or something, yeah. or were you just kind of like, all right, life sucks. Um, <laughs> no, I think I really was trying to seek God because I remember being like, I could hang out with someone just to hang out with them. Mm -hmm. And like, yeah, I can find someone in my contacts or whatever, like call someone up who will agree to do something with me. But like, is that really going to be fun? And am I going to be fulfilled? It's just like, I was doing it to do it. And just to be like, oh my gosh, it looks like I had more of a day than just like sitting on my couch or whatever. And to convince yourself that you're not lonely. If you're like, oh, this morning I got brunch with blank, like Emily or something. And it's like, oh yeah, like that was fun. I do have friends, but it's like, if you can't connect, like I was saying earlier with that quote, it's on like I don't know it's kind of more lonely in a way yeah it so is um so for me what I was trying to do because I remember I'd always like through the school year I'd always been like I wish I had more time to read the bible I wish I had more time to journal and to write down like my intention of the day and all that and so I would actually try to do that and I'd make it like more of a day out of it like okay I'm gonna start by doing this and like kind of come up with a schedule of different things for how I'm going to spend my time intentionally instead of just um like feeling sad for myself. Yeah, that's awesome. And to have goals for your day or just things to check off so you don't feel like you have all this empty time Mm -hmm. and that's kind of scary. Yeah. What about you? What has been your lowest time or even just like different periods in your life where you felt lonely? Yeah. For me, I was thinking about it and like, I feel like there wasn't necessarily one season in my life. Like, especially right now, we just sort of 
got into our new apartment. I got a job right away. Like I haven't had a ton of free time, but definitely like times when there are free time, like you were saying, it is harder. Um, But for me, it just is this random like wave of a feeling that I'll get even when like life is going great for me and everything, the stars are aligned. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just like a random feeling that comes across me and I get really freaked out and almost have the same sense of like, there's nothing to look forward to. Mm -hmm. Like what is happening? Am I even like friends with these people? Does anyone even get me? Like, it just feels so alone and yeah, I don't know. That just like randomly happens to me. And one specific time when that happened was junior year of college. I was organizing this thing called Songfest at our college. And basically it's these fraternities and sororities get together and put on a performance of singing, dancing, acting, all that jazz. And I was our group leader. This is just like the stupidest thing ever, but it was kind of my breaking point because at the time I felt so lonely. And so I organized the first meeting. Like everybody hates Songfest. That's just kind of a thing. So it was fair that nobody showed up, but literally nobody came except for, I think one or two of my friends. And it was just so defeating because I had put so much work into this, not even necessarily because I wanted to, but because the school had these deadlines and I was the leader. So I had to meet these deadlines and write the script and do the choreography and all this stuff. And so nobody showed up to the first practice and I literally just lost it. Like I went to the room, no one was there. I just started bawling. And I remember I just sat on the curb and called my sister crying. <laughs> like, oh. so this is so dramatic, but it was just literally the peak of everything. And I was like, I need to get out of here. So I drove down to her house and like south of me a couple hours and I just sat with her and talked and I just wanted to transfer schools. I was like, I hate Pepperdine, <laughs> like everything sucks. Yeah. And so I applied to UT Austin and um, I was looking into applying to Baylor and all this stuff. And it's hard as a junior to transfer, like you don't really do that. So yeah. I would have had to do another year of school. And then at the time I had this friend and I was telling her about it and like looking for advice. And she was like, yeah, if that's best for you, like you should do that. And I was like, okay. Like I, I understand if someone would say that, like that is a valid point, but that's literally all she said to me. And like, she wasn't necessarily trying to help me. And that just kind of validated even further. I was like, nobody cares about me, which yeah. probably wasn't true, but that's just how I felt. So yeah. long story short, sorry, <laughs> that was the time. I 100% remember that time. Yeah. And I also, it reminded me of when I kind of had a similar, like sophomore year, I also wanted to transfer. Yeah. And I feel like that was kind of the time in Steph and I's relationship when we were the least close and like we weren't uh-huh. really talking to each other as much or just like communicating as well as we normally do. And so I just remember being like so disconnected from everyone and thinking if I transferred, would anyone even notice? Would anyone care? Yeah. And so that was also just like tying off or relating to what you're saying. I remember just being like, I can't do this anymore. Like maybe a change of scenery or maybe it's almost like you want an escape or like another uh-huh. life or another shot just yeah. to not feel that loneliness. Exactly. I know. I was like, I want to go to another school for a few months, then come back to Pepperdine. And then I was like, all right, this clearly is just a temporary problem. If that's how I feel like if I do ultimately want to come back to these people in this place, like it just has to be this current feeling. And it was, I got over it. Like I just changed some things about my life. Like my living situation, I didn't love very much. So I kind of switched that up and I stayed with a friend. And then I went on spring break with some friends and just really bonded with people and, you know, had something exciting going on in my life. So it just, it passed. And it's just important to know that this happens to everybody, whether or not it's situational or just like randomly, or if it's seasonal, everybody feels this way. And that doesn't necessarily mean you have to escape your situation. It just means you have to let it pass and find the best way to 
fight through it. Yeah, exactly. And to also remember that people deal with it differently because as you guys know, Steph and I have literally been best friends since elementary school. Yeah. But it's like when she went through that, I feel like I wasn't even there for her that much. And I didn't even really realize that it was happening. And I almost feel like it was vice versa for me. Not that you weren't there for me, but it was like I detached myself from you because yeah. I was feeling that way. So it's like it's good to lean on people instead of just crawling into a hole and being like, yeah. I'm just going to solve this on my own. Yeah. I have such an issue with that. I like bottle things up. Like I don't want help from people, but it's like deep down I do. I yes. just can't uh-huh. even admit it to myself. And so that's oh what gosh. I was thinking. Yeah. It's interesting when that person said, like your friend said, if that's what's best for you, do it. It's like, yeah, you almost want someone to be like, no, stick it out. Come exactly. on. Like, I'll be there. I'll stick with you this whole time when it's like, you think or someone thinks they're helping you but by them saying that you want them yeah it's just like someone being like oh do you want help and you're like no i'm good and then they're like oh okay you want them yeah it's like like, wait (laughs) do you want help (laughs) we're like do you want this hundred dollars like oh no no don't worry about it yeah you want them to shove it and be like no take it exactly and i like i don't know i feel like it would have been different if she was like oh i really want you to stay like our friendship means a lot and this is everything's so great blah 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 but if this is what you think's best for you then you like you should do it but that was literally all she said so i was just like oh like okay sick i guess we're not friends i don't know it was just weird but anyways yes yeah so that's that but i think i'm in such a better place right now and that just is a testament to the fact that everything passes and everything has a season mm-hmm. so if you're going through that right now just know that there is a light at the end of the tunnel even though i know it does not feel like it like you literally think you're going to be stuck like that forever, but you're not. Yeah, so. we promise. All right, shall we um, take it to the biblical side of things? Let's do it, girl. <laughs> I was going to say we promise, but God promises. God promises, that is let, true. Let me show you. <laughs> so the example I wanted to talk about is Jeremiah, and he was a prophet. I'm pretty sure the scholars call him the weeping prophet. Oh. Um, and essentially, God told him not to marry, and he honestly didn't have many friends, and he was just like the epitome and like the perfect story of loneliness yeah and the reason i think this is such a good example is not because it's like look he was so lonely like you can be lonely too it's not (laughs) just like you know what i mean like that's not why i'm showing you is to be like oh this is such a sad story it's because the way that he expressed his emotions and prayed out to god and like showed god his anger showed him his frustration that was so inspiring and so such a cool thing because I think many people think that, um, you know, God's not listening or in that time, it's just like this wave of silence. But really, I, I truly believe God wants us to be like reaching out to him and trying so hard to get his attention and like, or not necessarily get his attention because he's always there, but just like lean to on lean him. on him. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And also one of my favorite verses, which is in my Insta bio, because I'm just so cool. <laughs> but it actually, it's just so amazing. And it's that... Um, God's strength is shown through our weakness. And I just think mm -hmm. like, I don't know, I always hear this, but your life is like a cracked or shattered mirror and the light shines through those cracks. I don't know why I said a mirror, just like anything, just like a shattered like tile or something. And the light going through is God. And people can't see that unless we have these faults or these weaknesses. Cause you know, if you see a perfect person, like it's hard to relate to them. It's hard to learn from them. It's hard to see their strength through them. But I think that coming to God and leaning on him and telling other people that you're struggling Mm -hmm. is really strong and it's not weak at all. Yeah. It's such a sign of strength and that God is in us. Cause I feel like Jeremiah, despite his pain and what he was feeling, he trusted God. And that is just such a good example. So the verse that I want to read is Jeremiah 16 through 18. 
And it says, When your words came, I ate them. They were my joy and my heart's delight. For I bear your name, Lord God Almighty. I never sat in the company of revealers. Revelers, or, I think. Yeah, I totally <laughs> read that wrong. Um, never made merry with them. I sat alone because your hand was on me. So I just feel like this is Jeremiah being like very, very honest and just saying like your words were everything to me. And like even if I did have that loneliness and that despair you know, like God is the true one who was able to fulfill him and be there with him no matter what. Mm -hmm. And that kind of ties into a verse that I found too. Um, It's Romans chapter eight, verse 39 or 38 and 39. But it says, for I'm convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Um, And I think that's the same kind of thing. Like God will always be with you and I think it's so true that if you feel distance in your relationship with God, like it's a hundred percent you taking a step back and you mm-hmm. retreating because he is never backing up from you. And it's always the, <laughs> like the human's fault. That sounds bad, but like yeah, it's on it us. Is. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I just think that is also something to remember. Like you were saying with the Jeremiah thing, when you're lonely, as long as you have God to lean on, like, yeah, of course we're made for relationships with other people and that's what we're designed to do. But just knowing that he's always consistently there. Like there's never a break or a pause in that. I also think on this point that there are so many earthly things that can separate us from relationships with people. And that is so apparent, like Mm -hmm. whether that's distance because you move or I don't know any, like there's so many reasons you can separate from somebody in a friendship, someone, I mean, it's probably always a two way street, but like someone is at fault or whatever. But with God, there's literally nothing that's able to do that. Does that make sense? No, it totally makes sense. I think it's so... That's a really, like, big reason why I believe in God Uh is because humans... There's just always ways that, like, we can disappoint one another and just anything. Even... I know we talked about this in our last podcast, but, like, money, wealth, like, material things, those are all temporary. And the other thing I was just thinking about is I had dinner, actually, last night with one of my good friends, and... We were baptized together and we have talked about faith so much and she just told me that she doesn't believe anymore and it's something that it made me sad but more so just like kind of curious about why she felt that way and I know one thing she was saying is she feels like for most people the reason they believe is it's a self-help type thing Mm -hmm. and it's just like their way of comforting themselves but I just I feel like Christianity and like this relationship with God is not about just getting things out of it but it's about that long-term relationship because if you're just there to be like I'm lonely like God bring me friends bring me peace bring me happiness like that is not a real that's not the religion that's you creating your own self-religion yeah so I just think that us being able to um, cry to God or like scream or pray out, that is what shows that you are in it and you're in it for the long haul. And it's not just that short term, like, oh, if he's not making me feel good right now, then he must not be there. But even to that point about self-help and stuff like that, um, I would just say like, I don't know, something, a potential response to her if you guys talk, but... I feel like with others, self-help things like meditation or reading the subtle art of not giving an F, like yeah. you don't get this sort of feeling when you read it. Like, yeah, it can give you practical ways to implement stuff into your life. But when you pray or when you worship, like maybe it's just me, but like, okay. So some people say like, oh, I heard from God and I do not hear a, vo- a physical voice in my yeah. life. I don't like, 
that just doesn't happen and that sucks. I wish I could, but I don't. But like when I worship, sometimes I literally just have this overwhelming feeling. I'm like, I'll get chills and I'm like, okay, like there's something more out there. Or when I look at nature, like sometimes yeah. I literally just want to cry. And I feel like, I don't know, like that sort of feeling that I get isn't the same with other self-help things. Like it doesn't feel like a man-made item. Does yeah. that make sense? No, it does make sense. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. And I just think that even if you think that it's just you, yourself, and you, I think that God is there too. And if you're changing your mindset and if you're changing your life, yeah, maybe it was your physical act of doing that. But I think God within you is what enables you to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Now I think we should just transition into a little Q&A time with each other, but also just talking about any tips that we might have for fighting loneliness, feelings of loneliness and wrap up with that. Perfect. So I wrote down a couple of questions that I had. Um, first of all, I don't know if this is just me, but loneliness is always worse at night. I knew or, you were going to say that. Yes. Or if I'm like driving alone, I, I don't know if it's just like too much time to think and... Oh, the car car rides? Car rides scare me. <laughs> oh my gosh. If I know I have like an over a two hour car ride, I probably am going to break down and yeah, oh, something emotional like, will happen yeah. <laughs> if your car is over two hours. So yeah, why do you think it's always, or like primarily at night that you feel lonely? Hmm, at night, I think, <laughs> I was going to say, I don't know if it goes back to childhood of like that spooky feeling of like being in the dark yeah, and like meeting the is. night. I really think it has something to do with like that kid in us and that like innate feeling of just like there's nobody else there when it's nighttime. Um, and I think that when you think about your day and like the activities you have, I mean, maybe if you're like going to raves at night or whatever, they're normally <laughs> at night, but for me, it's normally like hanging out with friends, like doing something during the day and then at yeah. night going to bed. So I think that that's generally why I feel like at night I just feel very alone and you know, other people are sleeping. I remember at sleepovers growing up. I, I was, was going to say that literally you <laughs> look over and when other people are asleep, you're like, Damn it. Like, I why know. am I the one awake? It's literally the worst feeling ever. And so, yeah, I just, I don't know. Something to think about. Okay, a question I have for you, which I think I stole from you because I wrote it down when you texted me. <laughs> but it's, what can we do to fight these feelings? Um. Okay, one thing I think is to keep busy, especially if you're an over-analytical person like myself, because like we were saying, at night or in the car, you just have too much free time to think. And yeah, thinking's mm -hmm. great, but at a certain point, you can start second guessing everything in your life and even the relationships that you know you have and cherish and are good for you. Sometimes you're like, is this even a good relationship? Like, I don't know. I just think it's so easy to overthink things and then start getting these flashes of loneliness. So, I mean, I don't think you have to have some crazy overpacked schedule, but have like some activity each day, just something small to look forward to so that you don't feel entirely hopeless. And mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes it, like, it's so easy to not make plans and just sit, stay in your room, that kind of thing. Um, and be like, oh, no one will reach out to me. Like, nobody cares about me. But everybody has to take initiative for their own lives. Like, you can't just be so passive that you let life pass by you sort of yeah. thing. Like, you have to be proactive. And especially so many people don't reach out with friendships, even if they do want to hang out. Sometimes you just have to put it on yourself to reach out to other people and take the initiative there because odds are they probably do want to hang out with you and then you'll do something fun versus just waiting around hoping other people show that they care. Yeah, be that person where people are like, wow, that girl always like checks in on me. That girl always wants to make sure I'm good. That girl always like asks me to get dinner whatever, you know. I yeah. mean, like you don't have to be annoying about it, but just like <laughs> check in with your friends. And one thing, okay, we went to this small group 
Um, and one girl, I was talking about how sometimes I'll just randomly think about someone that I haven't talked to in a while. And I love to just text that person if I think about them and just be like, oh, hey, like wanted to let you know that I'm thinking about you. Because if people texted me when they thought about me, I'd be like, oh my gosh, like that's so cool. You know what I mean? And so this girl in the small group was saying, she was like, honestly, I kind of think that's God's way of saying that that person needs somebody right now. Because literally every single time, if I'm randomly thinking of someone and text them, they're like, oh my gosh, I was having a bad day. Like if I'm just like, hey, hope you're doing well and your day is great. Or even if it's a close friend and I'm like, you're going to kill it today at work. Then like so many times I'll get back. Oh, I was really sad today. Oh, I was thinking I was going to do a bad job at work today. Like the timing just creepily aligns. So I just think that's one way to really be great in reaching out to other people to fight their loneliness. Like I know that's not necessarily helping yourself, but whatever. All we can do is help each other and yeah, exactly. fight the problem. Yeah, Get it back in return. Um, do you want to talk about our challenge for the week? I definitely do. Um, so as we were saying, it's good just to reach out to people and to make sure that they're not feeling lonely. So instead of just helping yourself this week, we want you to help others. Um, so our challenge is for you to go out of your way to make sure others feel included in a conversation. So I, I'm not going to put a number on it. Like you don't have to go up to three people or whatever, but even if you just go up to one person um, and you see them in a conversation and they're like maybe not saying anything or they seem like they're just a little bit disconnected, we want you to make sure that they feel included or like ask them a question about their lives or just, you know, engage them in some way. Or even just listen to them if nobody yeah, else is listening. Totally. Like the worst thing, this is a stupid example, but is if you're like telling a joke or a story in, in a group <laughs> and they start to like look away and talk to each other and you're like telling the story to no one, but you know, someone's like kind of listening oh, that's and it's just awful. so awkward. So yeah. just like taking the time to look for who kind of feels a little bit more outcast and spread or sorry and like put your energy on them Mm -hmm. and listen to what they're saying and talk with them and make them feel included if they seem like they're excluded from the situation have a good monday and or whatever day it is right now and we'll see you next week thank you guys so much for listening to our pod yeah i I don't think i like that (laughs) i love when people call it a pod okay well we love you guys (laughs) love you bye bye